Hi everyone, it's June 19th, a Tuesday, and this is the newest edition of Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay. I am Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am Mr. Shipwreck. We do apologize for the show being a day late this week. We moved. Yes, we're podcasting from our brand new cozy confines in Cincinnati, Ohio. Right. We're in an apartment now, so that's a little interesting. But we do appreciate everyone being understanding of the fact that we were a little late this week. Um, There was just a lot going on. Yes, you started your new job. New job, new city. Graduated, lots of moving. It's it's been it's been a crazy couple weeks. So, but we do appreciate everyone sticking with us. And if you're listening, that means that you weren't you know too irritated that the games came out the same day the podcast did. So, well, we've been getting out on Tuesdays anyways. This is just a little bit later Tuesday than normal. But hopefully, you didn't waste your money on a game we're going to tell you not to buy. So, we'll just keep our fingers crossed for that. But first, we're going to talk about a couple things that we discussed last week. Um, Puzzle Escape. Got delayed. It got a week. pushed back till this week. So that was the puzzle game that you covered that was sort of a mix of Planet Puzzle League and Luminous. Right, right. So and that's for the PSP and it just got pushed back a week. So Right. So it's in store should be in stores now. So look for that if you were waiting for it. You had to wait an extra week. Um I think that was all that we had to talk about from last week's show. Yeah, not too much got pushed back, so we do want to give a uh, warm shout out to Desert Eagle 19, who right. uh, came up with our uh, slogan for what we've been playing. It's down with the ships. We forgot to name who it was last week. Yes, but. yes, but he did Thank come you, up Eagle, with it, and it was, it was very 19. fun. It was very funny, and yeah, we we do appreciate that suggestion because you know. It's a pretty good name for this segment. Very so. clever, yes. So what have you been playing other than packing things in boxes and, and moving them? Well, I'm still playing Etrian Odyssey, the game that never ends. Right. Um, How many I'm, hours into that game are you? I don't even want to know. Way too many. <laughs> okay. Because, see, the, the, the bonus now is that I work a lot later than Ship. It used to be that Ship had to drive from Cincinnati to Columbus every day, so... He was home for all of, like, six hours at a time. And I was home by myself a lot, so I got to do what I wanted. And now I work now much it's the later. Exact opposite. And I come home, and he's had hours to play video games and, and watch movies. And, I mean, you've got all this free time. Yes, and I've taken advantage of it in the two days that I've been home. I know. You've you've played a lot of a lot of games. Yep. Catching up. Well, Etrian Odyssey is still my uh, break time at work game. Right. So... I think I've covered it pretty pretty well, but I'm getting closer to the end. I'm on the last stratum out of five, but I th- think there might be a bonus stratum. So, but that at least gives people that might want to pick this game up an idea of length because it's really know. long. I've started skipping all the side quests just to get through the game now. Yeah, I mean it's been much. three weeks, four weeks now. So. Yeah. Um, so moving on, Prince of Persia Classic. Yeah, we touched on this last week. It was the Xbox Live Arcade game that came out. Right, which and, was really hard initially. Right. Back in the day, it was very hard to play. And somebody made a comment about pansy gamers. or Yeah, I'm not a pansy gamer. It was just a very tough game. I, we tried it again, and it was still... I mean, there was yeah, a lot but, of falling and a lot of spikes and a lot of death and a lot of just not having fun. Yeah, I fully went into this one thinking I was going to spend $10 on it. And after playing it for about 10 minutes and falling to my death... Numerous times. Yeah, I mean, it, it got enough. funny. So instead, we spent $10 on Pac-Man. 
Yeah, Pac-Man Championship Edition. We tried that out. Right, and that was good, and I even made some um, notes because I played it and really liked it. And the one thing that I was happy about is the achievements. I hate when we download some of these games, and I think that there's going to at least be a couple pretty easy achievements I can get if I just play for a while, and Pac-Man had those. I mean, right away I got the... Like eight ghosts achievement and right, you got the eight ghosts and you got one other the one. Sparking, all the that was sparking. Fun. But it's it's different. I mean, it and it the controls were a lot better. Yeah, they fixed it a little bit. They're still a little bit off. I mean, you still wish you had D-pad. the joystick. Right, I, my joystick is still joystick. in Columbus, so I'll be grabbing that on Friday. So, yeah, um, but but the new level design I thought was really entertaining. I liked it. I mean, people were saying, "How could you pay ten dollars for a Pac-Man game?" But I thought it was worth it. It's borderline worth it. I think I went into it thinking, well, I just saved $10 not buying Prince of Persia. So, <laughs> so I have points go. on my if account. If you want to use that logic, then, you know, if you save $10 not buying Prince of Persia, then maybe you should try Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, what now, else? Uh, another game I've been playing still is Tomb Raider Anniversary, and I think that's part of the reason I didn't like Prince of Persia so much. Because... Because they're similar type of jumping around, finding your way through puzzles. One of them's in 2D, one's in right. 3D. But still, I mean, Tomb Raider Anniversary, I didn't play the original Tomb Raider games, and I've picked up this Tomb Raider game a couple times. Oh, a couple times, yes. And the controls are pretty easy to pick up. I mean, I was... Yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm almost done with this one. I've got about probably another hour to and go. And it's the same game with some new level designs. It's, it's a lot of the same levels incorporated, but there's... There's They've added in all the new stuff that Laura, Laura can do okay. in the uh, in the newer games. So okay. there's a lot more grappling and balancing and swinging and that type of stuff. Swinging from the poles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess we'll talk about the game that I bought this week when we went to Walmart to get a coffee table. Yeah, we did. We went to Walmart. To get a coffee table, and Mrs. Shipwreck was nice enough to wait in line to buy Raw Danger. Yeah, baby. (laughs) And, you know, the girl that sold it to me was even like, this one? And she kind of made a face, and, you know, she probably didn't know what she was talking about. But it looks like, you look at the cover, and you're like... It looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. It's it's some quality box art. you got to check that out if you haven't already. So we made a couple notes. Well, I made a couple notes about this because, you know, I didn't say a word when you were playing it. I just kept my mouth shut and made a couple notes. And this is a good, you know, a good segue into this because when I got home from work today, Chip was whistling jingle bells. And I'm like, why the hell are you whistling jingle bells? Well, I didn't even realize I was whistling jingle bells. It's because the um, Raw Danger is set at Christmas time, and that's pretty much the only soundtrack. Is if you go into certain rooms in the game, you hear jingle bells in the background, but there's no other music. It's jingle bells. No, there's no other music. I'm trying to think. I can't remember any. There's other music. not. I sat there waiting for other music, and there's not. But it takes place during a giant flood too, so I'm not sure how much music. Oh, but there's jingle bells. Well, the whole first hour or so is taking place at this Christmas party. So for the next week and a half, I'm going to have to listen to you whistling jingle bells all because of Roger Danger. <laughs> so that was, you know, that was a pretty big thing. There's some pretty hysterical bad voice acting, like some random <laughs> accents. Like the chef has an Australian accent, and and the mayor will talk. But then he'll the voice will stop, but his lips are moving. It's like yeah. a bad movie that's been translated from Japanese. It's it's a very budget title, and yeah, it's the same as uh, the first game, Disaster Report, was in the, in the dialogue. It's very uh, 
You can tell it came from Japanese first, and they didn't have that great of translators. Well, in some of the choices, like, when you talk to somebody, you're given choices as to what your response is going to be, and some of them are pretty hysterical. Yeah, you can uh, you can either be a dick to somebody, or you can be nice to them, yeah. or you can be kind mediocre. Of mediocre. And I think, if I read correctly, I think that's because you can come back as those players, all the stories tie together, and so, depending on how you acted to that person, certain paths might be cut off to how... They get out. Like in that first area, that that girl. So if you refuse to help someone, they might die instead of Right. Life. That girl that was kind of shady was looking for a waitress uniform. Yeah. And I said I'd get it, but I never got around to it. Yeah. I think she's going to be another playable character later. And so it'll probably be harder for me to get out of there since she doesn't have the waitress uniform. Ah. Well, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like those read your own, uh, those choose your own it's adventure, an adventure books. It's an adventure like, game. But the other thing, the thing that we that I wrote down first, and the reason why I started making a list in the first place, because I didn't want to forget mentioning this, is um, right away, your character is a waiter. And all these waiters are standing around, and they're standing around with their <laughs> arms crossed in front of their crotches. Yes. I mean, they look like a basketball player does when he doesn't want to get checked. Yeah. Or a soccer player when they're making a wall. Right, and they're all just standing there. With their hands over their crotches. Yes, they walk around. It's pretty hysterical. It's pretty good. And, you know, we forgot when we were playing Mario Party 8 to mention the game, the the mini game that kind of mimics a certain movement that everyone's been talking about. And I didn't want to forget to mention the raw danger waiters holding their crotches because that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I'll agree with that. I noticed that too. You know, well, and then there's a couple other things when you meet the girl player. You know, you'll see on the cover, if you look at the cover art, there's a girl, obviously, that you're trying to save. When you meet her, she's stuck in a locker. What was she doing in the locker? There was a giant flood. And so your response is, let me find a big container of metal to get in so that I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's explain how the the game works a little bit. Uh, As I mentioned last week. I don't think anybody really cares that much about how this game works. I think they just want to hear us argue about it. It was $15, and I I feel... (laughs) I feel that it has a lot of good ideas. It's just they don't have the budget to go through with them. Well, and the, the like, some of the storyline, like in the game, did you notice that the chef knew that the whole city was going to flood, but the mayor didn't? The mayor seems a little shady. There might be something going on with the mayor. I'd be a little concerned if I was at a dinner party with the mayor, and the chef knows that the city's flooding. The mayor doesn't know. Well, does he, are his people stupid? I don't uh, get it. He seemed a little shady. I think there's something going on behind so, the scenes. So, you know, there. it's definitely, this game is worth your $15, just sheerly for the entertainment value, and I don't know, maybe if your spouse is a gamer and she wants to have something to make fun of you for buying for a while, this, this would be I, good. I don't know how many people will be able to sit through the whole game. I guess though. technically I bought it. Yeah, you bought it, because we stood in line to buy the coffee table and that, so. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how many people will be able to sit through the whole game. Because it's kind of slow. Yeah. The whole the whole way you die pretty much is you get too wet, and so your body temperature. So it's a pretty slow, drawn out death. And yes. then you start moving slowly. You yeah, start you start trudging, and it's yeah, like you go even slower. It's when your oxen got sick in Oregon Trail. Uh, Oregon Trail, and your little wagon moved like one little pixel at a time. That's kind of how he starts to move. So. Uh, I don't know if you die of dysentery, though. It's kind of collapse. You probably could. I mean, that would be kind of funny. I have no anyway, idea what dysentery is. You don't want to know. I okay. know. <laughs> I know what dysentery is because, you know, 
Okay. I'm in the medical field, and you don't want to know. But anyway, I have been playing a game, a game that is much better than Raw Danger, and that is Grooming for, for the PSP. The PSP which, I picked this up a while back when it dropped to $20 at uh, EB. And I found it in a box in the move and thought, eh, this looks good. So popped it in. It's got great graphics. It's on the PSP, so the graphics are pretty good. Um, the other thing that goes hand in hand, it seems like, with the PSP is the camera angles are probably the most frustrating part. Yeah. All the, of a sudden, I'm like, what am I looking at? And I'm looking at the corner of a wall, and it, you got to swing the camera around. But it's an adventure platformer that has RPG elements. So it's kind of got a little bit of everything, but it's not as... I got kind of bored with the repetitive battles in Pokemon, because it seems okay. like I was constantly... It's like, okay, I can tell I fought this enemy 18 times. It's You not, would not like Etrian Odyssey, then. Yeah, I know. I know. The, their, their idea of new enemies... Is slapping a different color on the enemy. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, so uh, you'll have like these little root guys or or uh, wolves that you're fighting. Yeah. And well, it's just as in, you get up, in these RPG games, there. the ba- especially turn-based RPGs, which Pokemon is a turn-based, it mm-hmm. takes so much longer. And Garumin is not turn-based. You have a weapon and you kill them. Okay, it's, so it's in a real time. Right, but it's. It's got the RPG elements and that you're leveling up your the tools and the weapons that you have and it's it's a really fun game. It's kind of Zelda ish. It's got great three. I think levels. that's why I picked it up is that I read it was kind of Zelda ish. It's definitely I like it and the controls are pretty simple. Um, there was a couple things that I really liked in that she grabs onto ledges and pulls herself up if you jump short like Lara Croft does. Okay, which is not something you've seen. She grunt? No, she doesn't make that little grunt noise. Um, How young is she? <laughs> I don't even know if I should be asking that. <laughs> you shouldn't. She's, okay. she's like eight. Mm, um, never mind. But you can combo together some midair attacks, and it kind of looks like you're flying. So if you have a string of enemies that are in the air, you can go from one to the next okay. by stringing together your attacks, and you're, in effect, flying. So you can kind of almost cross. It's, it's I, yeah, I, know, cool. I know what you're I saying. Mean, it's, I, I like it. I mean, I'm not very good at that whole flying aspect of it, but um, it was good. I liked it. Oh, good. So, you know, that's a good game that's been out for a little while, but if you're looking for something fun to play on your PSP, I would pick it up. Yeah, I got good reviews when it came out. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's only $20 now, so. Yeah. So that's what we've been playing, um, other good. than moving and cleaning. Right. Oh, I did uh, actually, haven't been playing it, but I actually got around to watching Godfather while so, you were at work. It's good. Um, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite movies ever. I said before that I'm really not into the the gangster or mobster movies, and it's kind of, I mean, it is about the mob, but it's more just a, a, a drama, drama. About, a, about a family who happens to be right. mobsters. Right. Um, and I think some of it was not so amazing to me just because I've seen clips and I know so many of the lines from it. And right. It's... it's so many other movies have copied it since then, well, so like that just, I know the storyline, even just though last year I've never seen it. was the first time I saw um, A Wonderful... Uh, what's the Christmas movie? A Wonderful Life. A Wonderful Life. Right. And so, but, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You expect it to be this great thing, because everyone talks about it, but you've seen so many clips that then you're... Right, there's not so many jewelry so commercials based and, on Godfather, but... Yeah, no... Yeah. Well, that's all I could think of to compare it to. No, you're right. Okay. But it, it's a good, good movie. I'm glad I watched it. I'll, uh, I borrowed the whole trilogy from uh, my friend, so 
I'll watch the second one, and I think I'll skip out on the third one because that's generally looked down on. Yeah, nobody seems to like the third one, so. Huh. Well. Oh, and it, it did have Fish from the Barney Miller show. <laughs> I used to watch that a lot growing up. Okay. I, you know, sometimes you come up with these random comments, and I'm like, I don't really think anybody cares. But maybe they do. Ah, maybe there's a Barney Miller fan out there. My dad? I don't think my dad listens to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We got, <laughs> we got new games that are out now. Um, yeah, let's get to the new games. The first one is The Adventures of Darwin. This is, it's it, depending on where you look, some people are calling it a real-time strategy. It's not, it's not your typical real-time strategy, if that's what you want to classify it as. Some people are calling it action-adventure. It's it's kind of, I mean, it's not more of the same, which was last week's theme. Right, this is, a, this is another game that I go, hmm, this concept is kind of interesting to me. It's similar to Pikmin in that you start off by, you're, you're a, a monkey of some type, and you're the leader of these monkeys, so you have this band of, of monkeys that are with you, and you tell them what to do, and in that respect, it's, it's like a real-time strategy game. But your goal is to... I think it would be hard to tell monkeys what to do. They'd be running around like crazy. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, that's what you do in this game. Okay. It sounds sounds okay. Yeah. So Go your goal it. is to hunt and survive and get through with the goal of evolving so that you can survive this and great catastrophe. And start the planet of the apes. No. no. Focus. Focus here. <laughs> You've got to survive, evolve. So that you can beat whatever big catastrophe is supposed to hit, you know, in the world. Okay. And that's the goal. The, the cool thing is that it's a budget title, so, you know, that fits right in with the whole cheap-ass gamer uh, Right, I think that's it. another reason why it appeals to me, is that it's cheap and it's kind of got a, a different concept to it. They're trying something a little bit unique. Similar to Pikmin, in a way. Right, I said that. You did say that. I did. I'm just reiterating that then. <laughs> I'm a good listener. <laughs> no, you're not a good listener. I think half the stuff that we forgot at the house in Columbus is because I told you to grab it, and it just goes in one area out the other, and then somehow we end up here without half the stuff. What? Yeah. Very funny. All right. <laughs> All um, right. The so, next game. The next game would be Brothers, Brothers in Arms, Arms uh, War Stories, or Brothers in Arms DS. There's It goes by both titles. Obviously, this is a World War II shooter for the DS. Uh if you're familiar with the Brothers in Arms series... How many Brothers in Arms games are there, and are they all the same? Um, I think there were two, maybe, so far on consoles. Okay. Um, Earned in Blood and something about Brothers in a Hill. I don't remember the name of that one completely. But uh, this is the first one for the DS. Okay. And this may have been based on a cell phone game at some point, too, but it's kind of surprising that it is because of the... Screenshots actually look pretty good for a DS game, okay. uh, trying to do realistic graphics. There's not as, like, the old uh, console games had a little bit of tactical squad-based stuff to them. Which is why I never picked them up, because I'm not really into that. Yeah, I get, I get all these World War II ones confused from back then. The only World uh, War II game I played was Ghost Recon. That's not World War II. What war is that? That's modern modern combat. Well, what war am up. I thinking of? Uh, you played some Call of Duty. Too. Oh, okay, yeah, I played that one. Yeah. yeah, see, they all. I, you just throw Tom Clancy's name on it, and it's a war game. That's all I know. Call of Duty 2 is a Tom Clancy. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. 
I got, played them. I got what you're saying. Yeah, she did play some of them. Um, but this one kind of ditches a lot of the tactical stuff and goes for more action, uh, third person, shoot a lot of Nazis. Uh, so how's that going to work on the DS? It's not well, exactly a, a system that lends itself to shooters. That's the problem, but it controls similar to uh, Metroid Prime Hunters, where you're looking around with the stylus, uh, and then you move forward and backwards with the D-pad, and left and right right does a strafe, and then you shoot with the See, that's the, good because the left uh, bumper. The the problem was initially when all these shooters came out, is people were thinking that you were going to be using the stylus to shoot. And everyone's right. DSs use, are going to slowly die because right. you're just tapping you the screen over the, and over uh, again. So using that to look seems like it'd be a pretty... Yeah, it, I guess it would work okay. I really, even if it works okay, this isn't the type of game that I'm going to play on the right, DS. Right, which you've taken some heat from in the forums about not playing those kind of games on the PSP. And it's not it's not just I just the don't get the same PSP. experience it's, when it's small. It's all small. the handhelds. Yeah, they, they just don't have the controls that I'm looking for. Well, and you and like this the one, big I mean, TV and You're going to be fighting with your hand sound. like to see past your hand to see what you're doing because you use it to select your weapons and you use it to throw grenades and reload. Oh. So there's a lot going on in the stylus. But so maybe wait until it, people have played this game for It's a while. getting decent early reviews, though. So okay. It's How probably it? okay for that. Oh, it's uh, $30, and there's no deals on it that I could find. All right, next game. Uh, next game is Dirt uh, for the 360 and the Which PC. You play it a demo, right? There's a demo out on Xbox Live Arcade, or Xbox Live Marketplace. Okay. Um, and this is the next entry in the Colin McRae series okay. of rally racing games. But they didn't use Colin McRae's name because... Because nobody over here knows who he is. It's and, a, that's uh, a British I, thing? Yeah. He's a okay. famous race car driver over in... in Great Britain or wherever. Okay. Uh, I guess somewhere to Dale Earnhardt Jr. is over here or something. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, We're going to get so many posts about that now. I don't know. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a rally racing fan. I like the games okay. Okay. I think they kind of dropped his name. They, they added uh, Jeremy Pastrani. I think that's what his name is. He used to be a motocross rider. Now okay. he's a rally driver. So they added him to the game as well to, I think, kind of get the Western market. He's more of an extreme type of guy. Uh, and they made it a little more arcade uh, racing than the previous ones. They were more simulation. This one's kind of a mix between simulation and arcade. Um, so you can't go a million miles an hour and make a turn, but you're not like it is on Forza where you actually have to drive like you... You would in real life. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this one, the graphics look amazing. Uh, right, I saw that. Yeah, it's probably the the best looking racing game on the 360. Better than. Better than Forza. Okay. Um, a little bit of that is just because there's so much going on in dirt with all the different uh, terrains and everything, and, and Forza is more sterile where everything is. Well, it's on more realistic. Tracks. Uh, so you have all your different modes in this. Uh, your rally point to point, rally cross. Uh, hill climbs, all your typical things you see in these games. Uh, the main issue I have with it, well, there's two main issues. One, Forza 2 just came out, so it's kind of hard to justify buying two racing games unless you're a huge racing fan. That's all you buy. And the second one that really kills this for me is there's really no multiplayer against other people. It's okay. all you race, and you're in the same room as them online, but you don't see their cars. 
you're racing on the same track, but you're just trying to get the best time. Because that's how rally racing works. Right. Typical rally racing, if you stay up late enough, you'll see it on TV. Okay. It's just whoever can get on the best ESPN time. ESPN 2? Uh, ESPN 64 or something, I don't know. Okay. Uh, or the Speed <laughs> Channel. It's on the Speed Channel, too. Okay. But you, uh, you just, everybody's on the same course, and you take turns, uh, and you have your co-pilot, and you just see who can get to the top or through the course the fastest. But I don't huh. know. They added Rallycross to the game, but it's... I don't think there's any online play against where you see other cars. So the controls on it were a little bit floaty to me, too. Something's just not right when you're going around the corners and power sliding. It just kind of it doesn't feel like uh-huh. it's gripping to the ground. It's just kind of like, okay, I'm sliding out that well, way. it's not as real as it is in no, it's not. as it's, accurate I, as Iron I believe it's, it's probably worth $60 if you are really into rally racing and... It seems like a really good game, but right Not now I can't. That you're gonna buy. I can't justify buying it because I have Forza. Right. Okay. And you know. And that's fine. Oh, uh, Amazon has a deal where they say you get free uh, code for ten unlockable cars, uh, and then Fry's has this game for fifty five dollars this week, and Family Video has it for fifty seven dollars shipped. Next game. Next game is also mine uh, for the PSP. Another high concept game, Dungeon Maker. Uh, hunting ground, and this you would might be interested in this one actually. It, okay. it plays kind of like Diablo or the Baldur's Gate games, where okay. you're hack and slash going through a dungeon. Right. But the difference in this one is that you have spells that you're creating the dungeon as you're going along. Hmm. So you shoot out a spell and create a room. Okay. And then that's kind of trippy. Yes, it's Extreme Home Makeover Dungeon Edition. Okay. <laughs> so you're Ty, and you're going through these rooms. Okay. And Michael's over there working on the kitchen or something. You, you got your special really? okay, no, special project going on, on over on. here. Let me let me clarify something because you lost street credit last week by not having watched The, the Godfather. Godfather. I've and now I've seen you've plenty. just named two people <laughs> extreme. on Extreme Home Makeover. Well, I haven't gotten to Polly yet. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that your street cred. Is now way in the negatives. But what can I say? I'm married. You like that show. I do like that show. So we watch that one. Okay. But anyways, you're going I through do, the dungeons. I've never come home so and once caught you, you watching that show by yourself. No, own. I don't watch it by myself. <laughs> it's always when I make you watch it. Right. So yeah. Uh, so you're shooting off your spells. You're creating these rooms. And the purpose of this is to attract monsters. So okay. you create so you your can room. Kill them. Right. You create okay. your room and then... You decorate it. I'm sure. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. You decorate. You to it's a point. You decorate it. You say whether you want like hardwood floors. Are you kidding? I am not. I am not. You have hardwood floors, or you you have stone floors. Who's or their target audience here? Really geeky dungeon people, like people who are into the hardwood home. floors. Well, it's not. It's. Do the what? curtains match the linoleum? I mean, what the... I, like, who sits... How do you pitch that game? I mean, this fits right in with T.P. and Wombat's developer theater. Where how do you sit there and say, Boss, I got this great idea. You create dungeons. You attract monsters. And, oh, yeah, you get to choose whether or not you have linoleum or marble. And the countertops. Right. Let me tell you. Well, depending on what countertops you have. I don't... Per se. Wow. There's not countertops, I don't think, but... 
If there were, uh, different countertops would attract different monsters. Okay. And so you have to get your dungeon good enough to attract... Are you trying to collect all these monsters? Well, it it has that kind of thing where it keeps track of what you've... Pokemon kind of thing? You're not collecting them, you're killing them, but it keeps track of which ones of you've, you've I mean, done. I mean, you kind of got it's, it's got like gotta, the poke. Instead of you got to catch them all, you got to kill them all. Kinda. Right, it's got like the Pokedex type thing okay. back at the, at the shop or wherever you go. But you can set up different rooms. You can set up like storage rooms and and all kinds of like places to sleep. And then your ultimate goal is to find make a room that's going to attract the boss for each level of your dungeon. And you can only play through one day at a time. Like, you have a day to go in, and then you have to come out and rest. And you level up by, like, eating stuff and sleeping. That's how you level up huh. and learn new stuff. But it sounds it's it sounds. Not, I mean, you know, neat. we were complaining last week about the, the whole more of the same thing, and there's definitely a this lot week, of games this that week's are not a lot more of, the same. A lot of different stuff. Uh, and that's unlike kind of. anything. Different, and we do mean when you kind of, when you say someone's different. Yeah. The, the one you don't thing, necessarily mean the thing that's holding good. me back on this one is it's forty dollars and the graphics eh. aren't that great. And it's it's a PSP game. It's a PSP game. It should so look a little it better. It should have than good this. graphics. Yeah, I mean, it looks. It reminds me of like Diablo one and back on the PC. It's it's the graphics wise. It's huh. just not quite there. All, All right. right. Well, now we do have kind of a more of the same title, um, Full Metal Alchemist trading card game. And I have to oh be honest. Gosh, how many of these can they make? I've never played a trading card game. Um, if I was going to pick one up, it would be Marvel. Uh, for two reasons, I like the Marvel characters, and someone on the message boards offered to help me. So you MSU know, Hitman. Yeah, I MSU got, Hitman. I remember that one. Yeah. He offered to help us with He's the a Marvel big fan of these games. He's even been game. he's been posting deals for him in the uh, deals for him. Okay, so see I I know somebody that would help me. That's the key because these games seem a little overwhelming if you've never played them before. But the thing that everyone's talking about with this game is that it is very complex. And if you're into that, you know, it, it's going to be a good game, be a satisfying gameplay, but it also comes with a really excellent introductory mode to walk you through how to do it, what to do, that kind of stuff. And it's a lot cheaper than buying the actual physical. Yeah, this one's only cards. this one's only twenty dollars, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing that's no, that doesn't even interest me. Still, I anime doesn't do it for me in trading card games. I've never. Well, yeah, I spent the time. To, I think that's it's just a big right, time. Well, then I will commitment. attempt Marvel trading card game. I, I don't honestly see myself picking up Full Metal Alchemist just because I'm not not yeah, really familiar with that. But yeah, it's I've seen a couple episodes of it. It's it's an anime. People are going to be upset at me for saying that, but well, we we'll see how many uh, anime fans we can offend each week. As we think, as we go through the I different don't think titles, that should be the goal. I mean, right? Last week's goal was to produce or produce pronounce as much Japanese wrong as you could. How many times did I say <laughs> Naruto wrong in like sixty seconds last week? That was a lot. Yeah, it, it was good. That was painful to get back and listen to. It was good, um, but you know, like we're from Ohio, Midwest, whatever. Uh, next game is Hitman Trilogy. Yeah, uh, this is another one like the Crash game last week. They just had some Hitman games sitting around and thought, hey, let's... Uh, if we package them differently and slap a new price tag on them, maybe somebody will buy them? Right. And this is Hitman 2, Hitman Contracts, and Hitman Blood Money, the three games that came out for the PS2. So 
They're calling it a trilogy, even though it's three out of the four Hitman games. But I guess since well, Hitman since 1 only three, came from PC. It is technically a trilogy. It's just not the full gamut of games. Right, right. But, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, $30. Uh, Amazon has it for 28 um, That's still $10 a game. And I'm pretty sure you can find some of those Hitman games used for less than $10. You might be able to put your own trilogy together if you really wanted to for cheaper than 30 It'd probably be pretty close to 30 right now. Because uh, Hitman... Uh, find and buy two, get not... one free sale. Okay, there you win. All right. Okay, <laughs> that's, my, that's my advice. Um, this next one, this one kind of, I, you know, see, look, on my list, I even have blah written down under this next title, which is Hot Brain, Fire Up Your Brain. And there are a couple of Fire Up Your Mind, I think, is what it is. Is it Fire Up Your Mind? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, One too many brains in the title. That's all right. It's... Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway. See, bottom line is, it's still, it's out for the PSP. There haven't been as many of these brain... Training, getting your brain to do things, games for the PSP. There's been there enough. have been for the DS. <laughs> There's been enough already. But the key is just to name them in such a way that people are kind of thinking that maybe they're buying. Um, Every a brain one of these game, has brain, brain in the title. Well, that's the goal, I guess. I don't know. I, this game is rumored not to be that bad, but some of the screenshots, honestly, are a white screen with what looks to be some pretty mediocre clip art. And to me, that just, I'm not paying my money for something like that. I mean, it's $30. It's a PSP game. No. Okay. It's just, it just doesn't seem like, I don't know, unless it comes out and it takes off because it's such a great game and everyone wants to play it, I'm not buying it. It's not going to be. It's it's not worth it. I don't think Midway's known for their uh, Thinking Man's games. No, they're not, actually. No. They're... But no, check out the screenshots. It looks like clip art. I think I could have put it together last weekend while we were moving, and it probably would have looked pretty darn good. All right. So moving on. That's another one of yours right there. Hot Wheels Ultimate Racing for the PSP. Okay. What do you got on that one? Let me tell you what the problem with Hot Wheels is. Do you remember um, a long time ago, the very first time I wrote any previews, it was because you were doing something and Rock Solid needed somebody to preview the crap. I remember that. That is when I wrote this preview. And that is how long this game has been delayed. And you have since lost said preview. And I remember that there was a lot of customization. You could customize your little Hot Wheels cars. You could collect them, much like you could collect the cars that you would buy. There's a bunch of different uh, gameplay modes. It was supposed to be a... Decent title, but how much is it coming out for? It's a twenty dollars it, game. I mean, if it comes out this week, I'm still not sold on it. It's been on their new release list for a long time, but right. yeah, it's a twenty dollars game, uh, eighteen dollars on Amazon. It's a racing game, it's though. Bottom game. line, yeah. and as we've talked about, there are some other big name, bigger named racing games. So I, I don't know. I really see that title being sold to the mothers buying titles for their kids. Yeah, that's fine. It. it it looked decent, but uh, it's nothing that probably our listeners are already bored of us talking about it, so probably. let's move on. Okay. The next one. Next one. Uh, PQ2, Practical Intelligence Quotient 2 for the PSP. Which you weren't smart enough to play PQ1, right? Oh, no, I was. I was... Bored? I was bored, yes. Okay. I was stupid for playing 
PG one. I guess in a roundabout way, that's what I'm. This getting is this at, is another one of those games that I thought, oh, that's kind of unique. I, it I'll give it a shot. It's different. <laughs> it and it had an art style that reminded me of uh, Intelligent Cube, which you loved. I love that game. Yeah, and the PSP import of that's great. The IQ Mania. Yeah. Uh, but this is not. And this is your a little guy trapped in a room. This is another supposed to be like testing your IQ type of game. So you're a guy trapped in a room, and you can maneuver through the room by moving around boxes to stack up and climb things. And you ride on conveyor belts, and you have to sneak past these little guys with flashlights. And it's more trial, trial and error than anything. It, you're just trying to do it in a certain amount of time, like as okay. quick as you can, and then you get graded at the end. This is boring. I did it not, sounds interesting. It does. That's, but it's not. No, and they fixed the problem in the first game. It was sectioned off into, like, I don't know, there was, like, 100 levels or something, like 10, 10 stages. Uh, they were split up into 10 uh, groupings. Okay. So you get through the, you have to go through 10 at a time. You couldn't go back and just play one of the puzzles if you got stuck on to improve your score. Oh. You had to go back and play through the whole thing. And then if you wanted it's like to... like pit of yeah, trials, trials and, and Mario. Mario, yeah. yeah. Uh, then if yeah. you wanted to improve your overall score, I think you had to go all the way back and play from the beginning straight from 1 to 100. And it's all just memorization. Like, as soon as you figure it out, it's not fun anymore. So no replay value. No, but in this one, they made it so you can go back and play each individual one. Okay. Um, so still no real replay value, now, but it's not as The annoying. thing that drives me nuts is... On uh, Metacritic, the site that compiles all the game scores and the one review score, the score on this is pretty decent right now because uh, this one guy that works for 1UP and EGM gave it a 9.5 out of 10. And everyone else gave it? Everybody else has given it like 6s, 7s. So So his score counts in twice, though, because he's in the EGM average and he's in the 1UP average. So it's really inflating the score up to like around an 80 or something like that. And it really should be like This game is bad. These are not fun games. And $30, you you really have to torture yourself to play through this thing. I played through the first one because my parents got it for me for my birthday last year, I think. And so I felt obligated to play through it. But I traded that one in right as soon. As soon as I was done with yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they, like, bought him lunch or a car or I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm I not honestly suggesting don't... that, but, yeah. you know, I, it, I don't know. Well, this is from D3, too, uh, which is kind of like a new version. It kind of reminds me of Atlas a little bit because they take all these crazy games that nobody's taking a chance on. Right. And they bring them out. Right. Which I like that. So Right. I mean, we own most Atlas games. Because yeah, and we own a lot of these D3 games, too. Hmm. They've been, I've been buying a lot of them. But uh, Everyone's not this Everyone's entitled to releasing some crap now and then. Uh, uh, but the next game, Resident Evil 4 for the Wii. Definitely not crap there. No. Uh, this, every, everybody either ha- owns one or two copies of this. Already, maybe three. I think it came out for the PC as well. Right. <laughs> so, well, uh, it's a good game. Yeah, I have not played all the way through it. Uh, I actually was going to play some of the GameCube version. I own the GameCube version. Uh, this got lost in the week. move, huh? Well, we went back up there on Saturday to grab some stuff. I grabbed the Resident Evil 4 guide because I was all excited. I was going to start playing it again. And then I got down here and realized I left Resident Evil 4. Up at yeah. up at our house in Columbus, uh, so 
I guess I might be picking up this Wii edition this week. It features. Uh, well, because you probably, I mean, it wouldn't be, it's a good game you can start over from right. the beginning. Well, yeah, because my GameCube save, I was an idiot and inserted it backwards into the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to reformat all it. Same, all so all my GameCube saves are dead. Are dead. Um, so I'd have to start this one over from the beginning anyways. But uh, the Wii version adds remote controls, of course. So you're aiming, you're shooting the, the zombies in the head. Which you're is fine. using the nunchuck as a knife. Um reloading with the movements and everything. So it, it sounds fun. This one adds the Ada Wong uh, extra missions that were in the PS2 version. But not in the GameCube version. Right, they weren't in the original GameCube version. And this one adds true widescreen 16x9 support, which the GameCube version didn't have. It really irritates me when these high-end, really good games don't come out with widescreen anymore. Like, everything right. now this one, should come out with widescreen. Right, so this one is, so this looks to be the version owned. There's, it looks like you can also play it with a classic controller or a GameCube controller. There's rumors back and forth whether or not that's true. Okay. Um, but if that is, I really don't see a reason uh, why this wouldn't be the definitive version to own right now until Capcom decides to release it again. Certainly something new. Yeah. Um, well. So this one's Thirty dollars, which, which is, is also, I mean, which is great because all these Wii other game? GameCube games that they've been re-releasing on the Wii, or Xbox games, or PS2 games that they've been coming out with on the Wii, like Godfather yeah. and Scarface, those have all been coming out for fifty dollars. Thirty bucks for 30 a bucks, Wii game is awesome. Pretty good. Uh, Family Video has it for twenty nine dollars shipped, and they also have if you're a, uh, a new shopper with them, they have a code on there for. Five dollars off your first order. So it would be twenty four dollars. So it would be twenty four dollars wow. shipped. Well, that's totally worth it. This next game that I have to talk about, uh, SimCity DS. It's SimCity three thousand, is what it is on the okay. DS. I, um, I haven't played a SimCity game since the original on on my Mac, I believe. Yeah, um, and it's got extras, but I'm not exactly a hundred percent onto what said extras are. Uh, there's some modes of gameplay. One is building a city, one is you save a city, the third one, something called Sister City, not quite sure. Okay. Um, anyway, that's what it is. I mean, it is what it is. If you're a SimCity fan, you're probably going to have played SimCity 3000. If you're not a SimCity fan, there's nothing I can say to make you want to go buy this game for your DS. So let's move on. Well, what you should do with that, actually, is Rock Solid Audio, who used to do the foreplay on CAG. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually wrote through one of the reviews for that in EGM this month. Oh, well then read that. So, so read that. He'll, yeah, he'll Rock Solid. Say. He's, yeah. Rock Solid. Oh, shut up. <laughs> read that because, yeah, he probably cared more about it because he's getting paid. Sure. Do you think getting paid to, to review games makes you care more about them? Inherently? I don't, I don't know because there, there's the whole sense of we actually have to spend our money on these that's if we want true. To play them. That is true. So you know, I'm going to give you the honest, my honest opinion, and you're going to know whether or not I'm willing to spend my hard-earned cash on these games. Um, the next games I have to talk about are kind of near and dear to our hearts because we've been talking about the Transformer movie coming out for a while now. Been buying some toys. Yeah, we bought um, Optimesh. Yes, the Optimash Mr. Potato Prime. Head. Uh, Optimus, and we bought Softimus, which is the stuffed Optimus that transforms, which is actually pretty cool because it's it really transforms. Yeah, kind of. It's like a popple. Yeah, it is. It's popple technology. 
Um, if you don't remember what popples are, those those were those little round fuzzy things that were balls, and then they were bear looking things. And I had one named Potato Chip. That's all I remember. I had the one that looked like a soccer ball. Well, that makes sense because that was the only one that was even remotely manly, boyish. Anything else? <laughs> yes. It would have been a little questionable. But anyway, the, there's a couple Transformers games coming out this week. Um, Transformers Autobots and Transformers Decepticon coming out for the DS. Mm-hmm. Two different games. There's a problem because they are two different games. The and this the just isn't is like different. Po- yeah, this isn't just like Pokemon where you have no, where it's the, the same, same game, game but just... different things available. The the gameplay is different. And you kind of get screwed because they're each coming out for thirty dollars. And if you're a true Transformers fan, you're gonna want to play both of them. That's sixty bucks on DS games. That's true. And this game is not the same game as the Transformers the movie game the or game. Transformers the game, which is based on the movie. Also coming out for all the other consoles. So there's three games coming out, and they're all slightly different. And I, I don't know. That's a lot of. Now this this one is on sale not this week but starting which one this Transformers Sunday. the game no or? Transformers Autobots Decepticons okay uh, starting Sunday at Circuit City uh, Speedy nineteen sixty one who gives does all, uh, d- does all the weekly ads is reporting that uh, this is going to be twenty dollars at Circuit City both okay. of those games so go buy them when you could spend forty dollars for both of them versus and I think. I think all of these games have some unlockable... Uh, you can play as the Generation 1 versions. Well, here's here's what I know about Transformers Autobots and Transformers Decepticons. You... There's a big... The big hold-up or the big, you know, red flag in the game is that when you play with your friends, you can only play with your friends that are on your local area network. Okay. It's not Wi-Fi. What is Wi-Fi is just some extra downloadable content for single-player mode. So that's kind of... Week, I guess, is what I'm saying. I mean, I, it's Nintendo Wi-Fi. They've been doing it with all these games. Why not add some Wi-Fi content? Why not let you battle your friend who has the Decepticon game and you have the Autobots game? Oh. You can't do that. That's a really good idea, actually. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Maybe they were pressed for time? I don't know, but that seems a little weak. Um, you start off in your robot form, and then as you progress through the game, you learn how to transform into vehicle form. Uh, as far as Transformers, the game, which is based on the movie, it's supposed to be pretty entertaining. There's not much out about it. Um, it's a free-roaming gameplay where you can kind of just wander around. There's a lot of destruction, especially if you're a Decepticon. If you're an, at the beginning of the game, I should clarify, you get to choose. Okay. Autobot or Decepticon. If you're a Decepticon, there's a lot of destruction. If you're an Autobot, you actually get a lot more information, kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, to the movie, where you learn, apparently, how Bumblebee got to be a Camaro instead of a a Beetle. So they go through how Volkswagen wouldn't give them the rights No, to, but oh. they come up with a cute little backstory that's, you know, I don't know. Crushes my childhood dreams. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, you guys, we have been dealing with this for months now. Ever since they announced there's going to be a Transformers movie, it's like this stressor in his life about how it's going to suck and it's childhood dreams and, oh, my God, I love the Transformers well, and the movie's going to be so corny and now they're making live-action movies of Thundercats and live-action movies of He-Man and they already Ultron. did that and it sucked and, oh, my and the God. the same and, people have the rights to the G.I. Joe movie license We're going to have right to get you a therapist just to deal with this. It's bad. Seriously, well, I, they let's, just need let's, to stop. We got to deal with the Transformers game next week too, right. because it's coming out for all the consoles. Right. So, so anyway, um, it's just coming to, out to the, for the PSP this week. Um, right, and it's uh, forty dollars. Yeah, we're going long this week. Well, there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games, but a lot of them are crap. Yeah, so let's so, move on to on a DL. We'll go through these pretty quick. Cause so downloadable. Um, what's out for the 360? 360 this week is Band of Bugs. It's the, sounds fun. It's the next game from Ninja Bee. They did uh, Outpost Cloaky X and Cloning Clyde. And those were both good games. I really liked Cloning Clyde. Yeah, they're they're one of the top uh, new property developers, I think, on next Xbox Live. Uh, Band of Bugs. This one is a real time or not real time. It's turn based strategy. Where uh, see, I'm sick of those. Yeah, I know you weren't going to be excited about <gasps> that. The characters are cute. You get little bugs. Um, so you have your different classes of bugs, and you're on a grid-based board. Uh, very colorful graphics. Uh, kind of reminds me of the Viva Pinata style, but toned down because it's a arcade game. Right. But uh, there's a lot of different modes. There's a story mode. You can play against people. So because it's coming out for the arcade, we'll, right. we'll be able to play a demo. Yeah, we'll play a demo tomorrow. Which is... Always the bonus of the Xbox Right. Live. This, this one's Arcade. $10. Okay. So, which is pretty standard for all so the original games. So it sounds like it's games. worth playing that demo to decide. It's always know. worth playing something for free. Yeah. Um, and then we have what's coming out for the Wii this week. Uh, the first one is Bloody Wolf for the TurboGrafx-16. They like porting these TurboGrafx-16 games. Well, nobody played them to begin with, so I think they're hoping that a lot of people will buy them early on before Nintendo starts coming out with their heavy hitters. So they have this library of games that nobody's ever played. So Bloody Wolf. Bloody Wolf. This is... The president's been kidnapped. Okay. So you're going to have to save him, like, a lot of games in the 80s or right. early 90s. The president was getting kidnapped. A lot. A lot. Okay. Uh, so you have to be a bad enough dude... Okay. To take on a fake, well, take on the persona of a fake rainbow, or rainbow, Rambo. <laughs> what? I... I meant to say Rambo. <laughs> but yeah, he said rainbow. That's a little... That's, that's a little fruity, yes. <laughs> Street cred going down. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh so, my god. It's a top-down view like Akari Warriors, uh, where you're a little guy moving around shooting stuff. You know, we could edit that out, but we're not going to. That's way too much work, and we're late. Okay. Uh, and then the next one is NES Open Tournament Golf. Uh, golf. Okay, that's self-explanatory. Was was the NES Open Tournament a good golf game, or was it impossible? Because those golf games one, go either way. This one was, I guess, a precursor to Mario Golf, because it had Mario in it. But the original Golf, the guy had Golf for the It just says Golf. The guy kind of looks tennis. like Mario on it. Yeah, he's like got a red of. shirt on. It's kind of like, yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. I had that, and I had Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf, but that's not this. Yeah, uh, 
this one's okay, but at the same time, you know they're going to come out with Mario Golf for the N64 version and put it on the arcade. So but when? I don't know. But I mean, Nintendo's got this whole slew of games that they can just dole out one by one. just to, But they keep giving you the crappier version first and right. hope that you'll buy it. Well, that shows that they're smart. Yes, I know, but I don't know. I've never played this one. Well, don't buy the crappier version. If we all rebel together, they'll just start releasing the good stuff. Probably not, Probably but whatever. Not. There's too many people playing right. these things. World sports uh, world competition sp- yeah. for the Wii. You know, is that the one that you had the mats? No. Dang it. Yeah, that that was World Championship Track and Field. That See, I had a friend with the mats, and it was so much fun until you had no, to try No, World Class Track Meet, I think it was called. Until you had to try and do the hurdles. Yeah. Well, you cheated on this. You just right. picked up your heels. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> You know, okay. Okay. This is not that. No, no, no. this is another graphics 16 game. That's right. a uh, Olympics type game. So a bunch of little mini games, old school style. What? How, what fun is playing those games unless you have a big old mat that you can jump around and knock stuff over? And now that we well, live in an it's... apartment, we could piss off the people below us. It's <laughs> a good point. I mean, seriously, maybe that's what they were doing on that party Saturday night when we couldn't sleep at 4 a.m. because the people upstairs. My solution was they must have a Wii because it sounded like people were, like, jumping around. and. My solution was they had a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I'm sure it was a combination of both, probably more so alcohol. Okay, so the only other thing we wanted to remind everyone is to check us out the written form on CheapAssGamer.com because... There are some things that definitely lend themselves better to written form than the spoken podcast. So check that out. Um, and that also includes all the links to the deals on the games. Right, because sometimes we forget to mention where to buy something the cheapest, so you should definitely check that out before you buy a game. Dig us. Um, we haven't yep. had too that, many digs, but... No, we've had quite a few. We're getting up there, and thanks everybody for digging us. Yeah. And uh iTunes we, reviews. Yes, we need we iTunes reviews. We have five, reviews. and neither one of them is us. So we need more. We need to get on the ball and review ourselves. I think that's a little sad. That I don't know. So anyway, iTunes reviews, thank you so much for being patient with the fact that we're a little long, um, both in time and we were late getting it out this week. But hopefully we will see you all again next week. All right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs>